0: Yeah, dude, this is Steve-O, and you are listening to Dr. Brady Smith on the Drilled Podcast. I'm drilling down, 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 I'm getting deeper, I'm looking round, 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 like a midnight beeper, is it, it's core made of cheese, if I dig straight through on this big Chinese, I got some questions, you got some answers.
1: All right, welcome to the Drilled with Dr. Brady podcast. I am Dr. Brady. Thank you for joining us. We are here today with Lowell. <laughs> Lowell, uh, hey Georgie, help us deconstruct something super important. Uh, also, hey, thanks for uh, we got a lot of new listeners coming in, a lot of new subscribers. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks Thank so much you. for uh, supporting us. Got a couple little uh, state of the union. <laughs> issues to go over uh we have a live website now live it's called uh it's a live webcam into my bathroom and uh <laughs> oh, hope you enjoy that <laughs> you feel it's gonna go viral
0: <laughs> viral as then you maybe get like all right hepatitis <laughs> uh
1: so uh no that's not true um well we have a live website it's drilledwithdrbrady.com
0: you just had to sneak that Dr. Brady in there.
1: And you can listen to the podcast now on the website. So that's really helpful for old people. And uh, <laughs> just, we're just trying to do our part for the geriatric <laughs> the, population.
0: Bringing the podcast to the, you know, the, the, the America's greatest generation.
1: That's true. Absolutely. Um, what are the other states? The- oh, yeah. And there's a, a portion on there where we're going to be keeping people up to date on the progress of all of our giveaway winners. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool thing to check out on the website. Also, there's an area for donations. <laughs> Give us them bills, y'all. Yeah, we're ready to uh, we're ready to get rich on this, guys. <laughs> no, here's the thing though. I do want to say this. Here's why we need donations. See, what we think we're in the business of telling stories. It's not just that we want to do this free these free giveaways. It's that I want to tell the stories of these individuals because it's the stories that really strike home. And by doing this, this is one of the ways that we feel like we can convince other dentists to want to be a part of it, and it's through telling the stories. So when we have people in Baltimore, people in Monterey, California, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, different cities, and they're all getting these things done, uh, we just want to be able to document all those. So it requires, at this point, to grow any more, it requires a staff, because I can't keep paying Lowell in porcelain. He he is... uh, (laughs) It's becoming a uh, currency that's no longer good. It's hard to eat. That's right. Yeah. Um, actually, it's easier to eat now. Oh, uh, fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I gained twenty pounds. I Good. Okay. it. Good. That was good. Uh, did I get everything? Oh, nominations are okay. over. Uh, we are no longer accepting nominations. We are in a holding pattern, uh, deliberating. Like twelve our, angry men. Uh, yeah, we're deliberating on the on the. Those should be announced in the next two weeks before the end of the month. Uh, maybe before, hopefully before Christmas time, we'll have some announcements on. On the individuals that we are choosing to uh, go forward with, uh, it does take some time to get a hold of them, vet them a little bit, make sure that they're up for the that they're up for it. Um, keep in mind, the people who have been nominated may not know that they have been nominated, so they still have to accept the treatment and accept the the gift.
0: There's a lot of a lot of ifs. Yeah, got to be like checked.
1: Okay, uh, okay. I think that's enough of our. Uh, are you drawing? Uh, is that Donatello? You're drawing. Not Donatello. Raphael. Raphael well, man, there's no color. It's just pen. He's drawing a ninja turtle. You'll know really it. You'll know it here in a minute. <laughs> you've, you've practiced drawing ninja turtles I just in your life. Get a drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into today's topic. This is a little more dental centric. So if you're a dentist, uh, this will be uh, a listen lot. up. This will be a better episode for you. If you're not, well let's do the secret word right away.
0: Ooh, we're going to mix so, it. so
1: that if you are uh, not a dentist and you're just here for the secret word to get the 500 big ones, uh, you can uh, you can skip this episode. I don't. It might be interesting to you. We're going to talk about building a business today.
0: Don't tell the listeners to skip the episode, man.
1: Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, I just want them to know. It's about building a business. If you're not interested in That's building That actually
0: a business, sounds super interesting to me.
1: I, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Lowell says stay here. I say get lost. Lowell says stay here. Um. Uh. What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um we
0: were uh getting you're getting ready to uh lay out a secret word
1: that's right the secret word uh okay i want it to be who's the what's the ninja turtle you're drawing um what you decide on it's Raphael. Raphael. i could tell because it has an angry look he yeah looks, it's Raphael's the best looks, ninja turtle he looks grumpy
0: if you disagree with me you could feel free to pipe up even though you're wrong i mean he's grumpy
1: yeah but he's awesome he is awesome um, okay. The, the secret word is Raphael. For those who don't know, the secret word is worth $500 in free dental work. So go ahead and email the secret word to DrilledPodcast at gmail.com. Email the word Raphael mm. with the accent. Roll the R, please. Raphael. I better see
0: one of little accent marks. That's yeah. all I'm saying.
1: And uh, you can also, if you want to, not a, not not required, but you can tell us your favorite uh, Raphael painting or sculpture. See a sculpture? Raphael,
0: yeah, Raphael did sculpture.
1: Sculpture. He's a sculpture guy. I do believe.
0: I have every right to... I reserve the right to be wrong, but... Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you for reserving that right. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, email that secret word, guys. We're going to get into the topic now. Okay. So here's what happened. Uh, I was on Facebook, as per usual. <laughs>
0: Just hanging out.
1: And I'm a member of a few... Uh, I-, I consider them very helpful facebook groups and one of them is called the business of dentistry and it's ran by a a dentist named uh well his facebook i don't know i don't know his first name but his name on facebook is doc Hoffpower. i like it it's a good name yeah and he posts these things and so people it seems like what he does a lot is that people post things and say hey uh it's anonymous but they have a question and then everyone kind of opines and it's all very business related and here was the post today Okay. It says, I have an issue, with, and one of my colleagues suggested posting on your forum. I started a ground-up practice a little over eight months ago, and it has been dreadful. We spent a lot of our working capital and savings on advertising and marketing. However, there was zero ROI. That means return on investment, I've been told. Since then, we started with a new advertising company. However, we don't expect results this quickly. We have seen about 20 patients so far. And at this rate, I'm not sure we are going to survive. We are on our last leg with finances, and I don't think my part-time office will help sustain my office. I spoke to a few people, and my options are either try to take out more money, which probably won't happen, or declare bankruptcy, which would affect my spouse as well. Our original loan was about $495,000, and that's a lot of money to pay back. What do I do? Can I rebound from this, especially with a few months of bills left? Any advice would be appreciated, thanks to all that respond signed drowning in debt makes me sad actually
0: where did he mention like where he opened this business
1: no that's the thing is that, that that's the problem with anonymous posts is that i have so many questions so that's why I, that's why i posted because
0: dr brady cares yo uh
1: sure uh, so starting <laughs> well,
0: starting a business in this climate in this climate right now is his tough is tough jam i don't care what you're doing but uh yeah. What would Dr. Brady's advice be?
1: Well, okay, so here's what I posted. This this kind of started a whole thing because I said uh, I'm known to spark an Internet fire uh, <laughs> from time to time.
0: Internet you know, fire starter. Every now
1: and then one of my opinions catches uh, some steam, not always good steam. Uh, but I posted that I have started two scratch starts since 2014, and both now collect over $2 million each at the moment, and that's annual, uh, $2 million in collections each year. And I'm happy... A private message with this person to give advice and understand where things went so wrong that's all I really put because I was just like I don't know I don't have enough so I don't exactly know where this person went wrong but it always concerns me when someone of my same profession you know struggles and it always interests me when someone of my same same profession uh, excels because we have the same job we have the same skills we know the same things but there's a lot of variability in success. There's a lot of variability in how well people do with the same profession. And so that's always very interesting to me. Um, and I'm happy to help people out because I know it's hard to start a, to to start a business from scratch. Um, a couple of things that are different, and I want to kind of full disclosure at the beginning of this episode, I run uh, a franchise called Comfort Dental, and Comfort Dental Um uh it's a it's a dental franchise and there's a lot of help that I get, but I want to describe the help because a lot of people hear that well he's a part of a franchise, the advice that he would give is not gonna be uh it's not gonna be super
0: uh, business is applicable
1: to me. Yeah, and that's what I think too. I think Comfort Dental is the best in the business at starting scratch starts. Uh buying a building with no patients in it, throwing some equipment in there, and getting patients, getting butts in seats. And we do that very, very well. Uh, both In both locations, we opened one in 2014 and 2016. They're about four miles away from each other. In both locations, we're profitable by, week, uh, by month two. And uh, never really encountered a, a red zone. And there's a lot of things that we do to make that possible. But Comfort Dental... Helps me with a few things. It helps me with financing. So, acquiring $500,000 to build out the property equipment, buy the equipment, um, the plumbing, the, con- the, the, the construction that has to go into building these things, $500,000 is a pretty good, uh, pretty good place to start. I think both my practices are about 26, 2,700 square feet. Both were built with four operatories. With the ability to build out a fifth and sixth. So they're plumbed for fifth, five, and six operatories, but only four operatories are built out at first because we are anticipating growth, but we don't want to expend that money until we have the growth to justify it.
0: I mean, weren't you telling me that your chairs alone were
1: 10 grand? Yeah, the chairs about ten thousand. Yeah,
0: like just to the chair that you put your butt and seat in. Yeah, if you start a an independent practice, you should you should call it butts and seats and
1: mouths. <laughs> it kind of sounds like butts and mouths.
0: It kind of does.
1: Which would get you the wrong type of people coming to your office. Hey, business is business. But it man. would be exciting. It would be very exciting. Yeah. Well, butts and mouths dentistry. Butts and mouths. <laughs> We're here to put some butts in your mouths, guys. You
0: know that. It's like maybe it's like a, like a proctologist works there too. You mm. get all that done at once.
1: Mm. Okay. Okay, let's bring this conversation back. <laughs> yeah, back. Okay, so full disclosure what Comfort Dental helps me with. Comfort Dental did not build the practices for me. Uh, I organized, uh, the construction myself. I had a real estate agent that helped me negotiate and execute leases and lease, lease agreements. I, uh, approved, uh, architecture and drawings of what the office where it was to look like with corporate approval. Once I, once I liked what I had and then, um, of course, there is uh, some marketing money, a little bit of marketing money, not a lot. And I'll go into that here. Uh, nothing that an average dentist can't also match. Um, not a lot of marketing money. But what Comfort Dental does supply is the philosophy. And this is where all dentists can take advantage. Is the philosophy of Comfort Dental is why we are so successful. And Comfort Dental. Uh, you know, my story is I got two practices that I've done with Comfort Dental, but uh, they have two hundred pra- and fifty practices—some crazy number—and they're all scratch starts. They never buy an existing practice; they only do scratch starts. So that's all you're going to get from Comfort Dental. So they kind of know what they're doing. And average dentists are uh, within Comfort Dental are making between three and three hundred and fifty uh, a year. So they're doing very, very well, and all in these scratch start practices so let's dig into what we do now i should say this also this is what i want to say i don't know that i i want to recognize there's a lot of ways to do it and not that i don't i know the perfect way but there's a lot of ways to do it
0: my question is is like like when you work with a franchise as opposed to just an independent start what is the do you, did you find it restricting at all
1: No, not really. Cool. Not really. Uh, I should say the first practice that we did, um, I was really learning. And so I was in the group of about four people making the decisions, but I was there along the entire way. The second time around in 2016, I was with one other person who was my business partner and we both did everything together. So, and that leads me to my first point. And I have 12 of these, 12 points on how to build a practice. So if you have pen and paper, write this down. These are good. Uh, and number one is have a partner. That if you're doing it by yourself, I already can't help you. Strength I
0: don't, in numbers. I
1: don't know how anyone actually practices dentistry by themselves. Uh, so that's just a very foreign idea to me. Uh, we are successful because of our partnerships. Having another person just allows for a dividing of the duties. Um, Shoulder to cry on. It allows you to have longer operating hours. So, you know, most comfort dental practices, the docs are working 30 hours a week, but you can be open for 60. We're open for 66 hours a week. That's 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, and a half a day, a six hour shift on Saturdays. So, I don't know if you all know how rent works, but it doesn't cost more if you're open more. So, we take full advantage of that. For sure. Um, all these ideas, by the way, uh, I can't really take credit for these. These are all taught to me by Comfort Dental, and the CEO of Comfort Dental is Rick Kushner, who I revere as a mentor. And I think he is and was, when he created this, light years ahead of his time and what he created. And, uh, you know, my business sense, I think a lot of these things I'm going to go over here, these 12 points, I probably would have come to on my own eventually, but certainly being within Comfort Dental and having a, a structure for learning uh, probably helps shrink the learning curve on that. Okay, so having a partner, that's important. In life, in business, everywhere, you gotta have a partner. So someone you trust, someone who's like-minded, someone who thinks very similar to you, uh, probably be a good way, place to start. I would say if you don't have a partner, don't open your own practice. that's my opinion
0: don't go it alone yeah exactly (laughs) so
1: I just yeah I just think that's a very important aspect have a partner and um, so when I when I posted that comment on the Facebook page I should say I got bombarded with a lot of messages Uh, probably about 10 private messages from people saying hey tell me what's up and they're very broad questions so that's why I decided let's just do a podcast episode I'll release this on Friday and uh, people can uh, take or leave whatever they want and glean from this what you think is valuable, and throw the rest away. So, having a partner is number one, and then number two would be choosing a good location.
0: Location, location, location.
1: Yeah. Every... Well, what would you? What would you? Uh, what would you think about in choosing location? What's important to you? It totally depends on the business. A dental business.
0: If I was going to say, if I was going to, yeah, I don't know. Do people non dentists start dentist offices?
1: Oh, they can, actually, in some states. But what I'm thinking is that there's a lot of things here that I think are common sense to me, and I don't know if they're common sense to everybody, but just common se- from a common sense standpoint, where do you want your dental practice to be?
0: Okay. Well, um, obviously, it depends. Are we talking, like, major urban center kind of thing?
1: Vancouver, Washington. Vancouver, Washington. Portland, like, Oregon. a
0: suburban, like, strip mall?
1: Yeah. It's great. not
0: far from, like, people's houses, but there's also... It's in a business center, so it kind of has, like, that glean of
1: I think strip malls are good. I think freestanding a freestanding good. building is good. I think as much visibility as possible. I think a business center where you're like a suite in a big building that isn't really labeled, I think that's a terrible idea for
0: yeah, a Yeah, they gotta have like signage.
1: Dude, there's so many dentists that try to hide it's like they're trying to hide from everybody.
0: I pulled up to dental offices and it's like Am I is this the place? Right. And that was a big one. Like I pulled up to like uh like sleep dentistry mm-hmm. Uh, in Portland. Okay. I didn't even know it was a dentist office. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go knock.
1: Yeah. So, uh, that'd be the second thing is choose a good location. Take your time. Look at the real estate out there. Uh, there's so much real estate out there. Holy crap. With like, you know, blockbuster videos going out of, uh, going out of business. Uh, you're I just feel behind like.
0: The, you're a little behind the, you know, <laughs> that, that's been a while. Is
1: that not recently?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, they finally, I think they finally died.
1: But I heard the, I heard the last one's in Bend, Oregon.
0: The last gasp <laughs> no, I think it's
1: just there as like a, like a like a historic national monument now it's I
0: like think. a token <laughs> I think, yeah
1: all right so uh, well, we have a partner choose a good location uh, so so far this is super easy and and you just kind of put your feelers out there and see what you can get uh, you can work with a real estate agent who will help you find good locations right the real estate agents who work in commercial real estate they'll um, they'll try to find you what you're looking for And, uh, they get hungry to help you because they benefit from that financially. So let them help you find a good real estate agent and do that. Uh, getting quotes from contractors. I would get a couple quotes probably. I would say building a practice of my size, 2,600 square feet, um, with four ops, digital x-rays, paperless, it's going to, it's going to run you probably four to $500,000,
0: question um yep. uh i was a contractor for a little bit oh uh i was a mason uh i did chimney repair work but... not a
1: Freemason. No, no dang it that would have been uh we would we just hijack. we would have just hijacked this episode <laughs> there it
0: goes but we're <laughs> gonna illuminati. talk about this now going right into the illuminati um right. uh when you were getting your bids yeah for the construction work you had done mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you probably did at least three
1: i did three exactly three
0: yeah um which one did you go with? Did you go with the low bid, the medium bid, or the high bid?
1: Medium, Yeah, actually. I like, That's
0: exactly right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, is- I went with the medium bid because also the guy who had the medium bid was, uh, he had 100 dental offices under his belt. He had done so many, and he just knew exactly what. And then one guy came in a little bit lower, but he'd never done dental, so I was like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, I liked the guy a lot. He was actually a patient of mine, and I liked him, but he didn't. He had never done a dental office, but he was just like, I can do a dental office. And I was like, well, there's a, there's some very specific things about how dental offices are plumbed and, and designed that I want to be like, no, I want to go to a guy who knows.
0: Not to like detract from your your 12-step program you have over there of yeah. starting a business, but question, just maybe to kind of give give everybody a little bit of scope and myself included. Did you start out with Comfort Dental or when you got out of school and you were just kind of launching into it, did you just find where, – where did you find work?
1: Uh, yeah, I went right into Comfort Dental. So Comfort Dental is, uh, like I said, a big franchise. Did you work
0: for them before you started your own?
1: Nope, I bought. So um, there are some options to kind of work. I guess you can. Definitely depends on the franchise. So what happens when I choose Comfort Dental, they fly you out to Denver – they tell you all about the organization, and they give you a list of all the franchises that are looking for partners or looking for associates or hires or looking for another addition to their crew. And each franchise is a different location, and each location has different—it might cost different amounts of money. They might negotiate different terms. There's some there's some variability in in what, uh, what goes into it. So I went to a practice in Pueblo, Colorado. I bought in for $575,000. And the advantage of Comfort Dental is, number one, they're very transparent with their numbers. So I like the numbers that I saw. I felt like I could go into that and start making good money. And then I also like the idea that they finance everybody. So they had their own ability to finance, get the money that you need. And as a new graduate, that's very difficult. Because most people want, most banks want two years of experience, and that can be a really.
0: Not to mention crushing student loan debt. Yeah, man. which is
1: actually much higher now than it was when I got out. That's a whole other podcast. Uh, dental school's a scam, everybody. Don't do it.
0: Oh, there, there it is. There it is. There's that match. <laughs> that, that
1: and the lunar landing. Those are the two things, biggest scams on earth. Um, yeah, and so I bought into Comfort Dental, but I bought into a well oiled machine. That was not a startup, that was a very, very well oiled machine that had been going. And that's why I paid a premium to join that, because they had already got all the work done and, and got the thing up and rolling. So then in 2014, I sold that franchise, my ownership in that franchise. And I, so I, I sold a practice with a bunch of patients for a practice with no patients. And that's that's some, some good business sense so, right there, buddy. <laughs> obviously, I'm a genius, and it worked. Yeah, no, it does work out though. But I wanted the challenge of learning. I wanted to learn how to manage. I wanted to learn how to build. I wanted that opportunity, and so it worked out very well for me. And uh, I have some really, I had some really good partners, and have some really good partners who still are around and helping out, and it, it works out really well.
0: So basically, you're saying you're like you kind of this is not gonna. This might come off a little bit more. This is not going to be as meant how it sounds, but you kind of jumped into it with training wheels, where you jumped into a, a thing that was already moving. Right, and, and I got learned five the ropes, years of experience, learned the ropes, mm-hmm. and then kind of decided, okay, well, I know I got an idea, and See, I knew what just...
1: I knew what worked for five years for me. So for five years, I could tell this is what works. So now all I just got to do is replicate it somewhere else. So, and, and that's no easy task all the time that you, you, know, you got lots of people who can be successful in one location, but would not be successful in a different location. So location is very important. Um, yeah. So I learned the ropes, went to Washington, came to Washington here and decided we're going to open these practices up. I got a partner who I trusted, uh, who I, um, how I knew to be competent and, and a good dentist. And we got to work. Okay, so partner, good location. Get a couple quotes from contractors. These are all easy things. If you're a dentist, go to your Henry Shine reps, go to your uh, Patterson reps, or whoever, and they'll they'll point you in the right direction of contractors, and you can get going on that. Um, last, next thing. Okay, so now you got. Okay, so now basically, the con- the construction's done. The money's being spent. Your practice is being built. You're getting all your systems in place, and there's a lot that goes into this with getting the phones and the internet. And, uh, I mean, every, every, getting all, everything going, getting it all put together, it's just, it's just so much stuff getting. Uh, and then the question is, well, what, what insurances are you going to accept? What are your fees going to be? Um, how are you going to market to tell people that you even exist? And so these are the things that also, I believe any dentist can do this, but I got my information from comfort dental and I've done it and I've lived it and I know it to work and I've done it multiple times So for me, it works. Uh, You know, if 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 you have other ideas, I'm sure that they work. But this is what I can speak to. So I would say accept everything. Like at the beginning, the last thing you want. So oh, so this Facebook, this Facebook post that I just read, they mentioned they see twenty patients. They'd seen twenty patients in eight months.
0: Jeez, Louise.
1: And I and we're worried that it's not working out. Well. I hate to burst your bubble, but that's not working out. That's already not working out. And that's why I made the comment that I made, which was, I don't know what went so wrong. I don't know that that's salvageable. Um, I don't know that you can turn that around because there's some fundamental thing, in my opinion, and I never talked to the original poster. I invited them to private message me. I got private messages from a lot of people, but the original author of that post never contacted me or private messaged me. So... I'm not... My feelings aren't hurt by that. It's fine. (laughs) I mean, whatever. So you're...
0: you're you're, Okay, so you've started your practice. You've got your real estate. You've got your prices and your insurances all picked out. Is is insurance a word? I'm going to just describe it. Okay. So you've got that all selected. You're ready to go. You're rocking. You're rolling. You're hemorrhaging money, and you're massively in debt.
1: Go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So the insurance... Okay, so let me tell you this. Um... I accept Washington State dental insurance, government insurance, Medicaid. Uh, this is a state-to-state. Uh, state, it's very different. They have really crappy reimbursements. I've talked about this before. If you want to, you can go back to my episodes on federally qualified health centers. I did a two-parter on that back in, in our archive of episodes, probably around episode 15 or 16 or somewhere there. And uh, you can I'll tell you how I feel about federally qualified health centers. Um, but I accept state insurance. And we do very, very well with state insurance. It has terrible reimbursements, but we accept it because I don't believe there's bad patients. I believe anybody. I don't. Why are you laughing at me? Why does that make you laugh? Explain yourself.
0: Oh, I just, I just thought of that saying that there's no such thing as a bad dog, just bad owners.
1: Right. Fair enough. gonna okay. continue. Listen, you're starting out. You are gonna be twiddling your thumb. See, I don't know what even dentists think who, who don't who haven't done this if they're trying this out. I don't know, and I'd be interested to know what's the expect is the expectation to twiddle your thumbs for three months, is the expectation to be in the red for six months, because most businesses will tell you like it's normal to go the first year at a loss. That's not normal for dentistry. Dentistry, you cannot go a year at a loss. That will not work. So you can't be losing for that long. You have to start off cranking. And uh, so... Why is that making you laugh so much? The <laughs> laughing at me so much. This is super serious, okay, dude. We're, we're cranking. Let's go. It's crank. <laughs> okay, so um, listen. This is what I did. I accepted everything I could accept. With the exception of a few really, really bad HMO like capitation plans um, that I just didn't want to deal with. But I did accept state insurance, all PPO plans, everything. We wanted everyone walking through the door. My fees were competitive, run specials. We did do some mailers. And that's the only thing that Comfort Dental helped me out with. They sent some mailers out. I think they bought a billboard a few months in too. They they threw us a bone for a billboard for a month, which is like all in all with the mailers and the billboard, you're talking less than $4,000 of marketing thrown at me which is not a lot of money. So for anyone who's not Comfort Dental to think, well, you had help from this massive corporation. Sorry, no, not really. It's not that, that's not the type of help that we got. The type of help is the exact type of help I'm enumerating here. These are the exact conversations I had with people who had done it before me, who had five or six of these practices or more that they had done and told me their experiences.
0: So this the same thing. So you you learn the ropes, mm-hmm. and it well, as you guys don't know Brady, like I know Brady at this point, but um, <laughs> me and Brady have a very common philosophy that we use. I mean, I've done lots of cool stuff, and but we 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 tend to use something that we lovingly call the shotgun approach. It's um, you just keep shooting till you hit something, and you just keep firing, yeah. you shooting away, and you know you can't. Pick a bunch of targets and just start firing at them, you know, and just see what happens and see yeah. what comes back to you and be tenacious and be yeah. like a first three months of a business. You shouldn't be sitting on your laurels. You should be hustling. That should be like the hustle time.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, there's different things. You can go to businesses and try to recruit from businesses. Businesses. I never did that. Poaching. We call that poaching. Yeah. Go to other businesses and say, hey, we want your, your employees to come see us and we offer free whitening or whatever. You could do that. I know that's a good, I think it's a good recommendation. I never did that, but I think it's a good recommendation. But the point is like if you want to be a fee for service practice and start that way from scratch Here we I can I, I can't help you.
0: <laughs> Get them.
1: I mean only 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 God can help you. Really. <laughs> I don't
0: think God's helping those I guys. I don't think I don't think God helps a
1: the fee for service. There's another guys. guy though. <laughs> yeah. There's another guy that might help you out in that arena. <laughs> I love our fee for service doctors. They're great. Okay. They're just ruining the profession. That's all. <laughs> all right. Moving on. There's a 1,000 negative reviews right there. I am trying to see how many negative reviews we can get. We're, we're doing very is there,
0: well. Like, Do they give like awards for records? There might be. Uh, I, <laughs>
1: it's,
0: off, okay. it's off the rails tonight, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> which leads me to my next point, which is don't hire hygienists. <laughs> Boom. That's number seven Shot on my gun. list is don't hire hygienists. Uh, Okay, and it's not that I don't like hygienists. You guys all know I love hygienists. But the thing is, at the beginning, you you shouldn't be using them. They're high-priced. They're going to make your overhead through the roof, and you can do your own cleanings. So for crying out loud, do your own cleanings. What about the standard of care, Brady? What about the standard
0: of care? I honestly don't
1: know what that phrase even means anymore. It's so thrown around by dentists and other dental professionals that... What is, a sta- where is the standard of care published, everybody? Where does that, where is there a Bible somewhere that I'm missing? Does the ADA print out the current standard of care? Of is you? there a
0: list on Wikipedia? No.
1: Is the standard of care for a holistic dentist the same as the standard of care for me? No, we're going to have a completely differing opinions. So, uh, yeah, it's not below the standard of care to not hire hygienists. It just makes financial sense, especially at the beginning.
0: Well, yeah, overhead is everything in the beginning. I mean, you're it's, hemorrhaging cash. You're mad buried in debt. Right.
1: So I got some notes from some people who were, like, telling me all about their hygiene schedule. And I was just like, oh, I don't even know why you have a hygiene schedule. Like, just do your own hygiene. Like, that just makes total sense.
0: Get in there, yo. Get in, get in deep.
1: Okay. Oh, I did have – I skipped over uh, competitive fees. So be competitive with your fees. And if you're like, well, I want to – no, I don't want to go that low, just – Try it out at first. When you start building your business, you can raise your prices later. Just understand you're building a business, and all you care about is people walking. You have to have face-to-face time with people. If you are not having people walk through your door, something's stopping them from doing that. So uh, price can be it. Um, marketing aggressively and creatively.
0: Creatively especially.
1: Yeah. So a couple things I'll I'll give you a few pointers on what we do for marketing. Um I mentioned mailers. Mailers work. I don't think ma- I think mailers are becoming obsolete. <laughs> yeah. And you, you don't don't do a mailer unless you're giving a deal so you can track it. Like it has to be a deal that only the mailers are getting. So like I'm going to do a crown for $800 or $700 or you're going to give some deal on a crown. Make it so that's the only price, so you know when they come in, they bring the coupon or whatever, and they, you can track it and see how many did I actually get from the mailers, and you can start making financial sense of the numbers to make sure those work. Uh, billboard, same thing. you got to have a deal. Uh, you're? I see so many ads, and it's just the dentist's name and a pretty picture catch of a phrase, smile.
0: Catchphrase,
1: catchphrase. I just want to be like, if you're going to throw money away, why not just go to my website, Drill with Dr. Brady, and donate uh, to our nonprofit organization? It's
0: for the people, y'all. You
1: could probably get better results than a just a picture of your stupid office. And uh, yeah, so um, market aggr- so and market aggressively. Do something. Like set aside a certain amount of money that every month you're going to do something, and 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 do it. A lot of dentists don't market. And the ones that do are usually bigger companies that are have a huge budget for it, and that's have a why they sign. and yeah. that's why they do so well. Because I mean, your gentle dentals and your uh, your big DSOs and your, these big corporate entities, uh, with the exception of Comfort Dental, uh, Comfort Dental in Colorado benefits tremendously from a huge marketing fund. Comfort Dental in Washington State, where I work, has a different relationship with the marketing. We don't benefit from that marketing fund from the from the because we're a we're a side state. We don't really, uh, <laughs> we're a side hustle for the corporation, I guess. There it goes again. <laughs> so, we don't benefit, we have our own marketing fund that we do and, and uh, for me and my practices, my two practices, we do our own thing. But we do spend money every month. One thing that's worked out tremendously is that we have a kiosk at the mall. It's an unmanned kiosk. It costs me $1,300 a month and I just have two big signs that say, Implants are $2,000. Uh, implant abutment and crown, $2,000. I think our crowns are 650 uh, Wherever, Whatever our prices are, we throw that up on a couple of big signs. We have it looks nice. Someone goes and cleans it every now and then, changes things up. Valentine's Day, we throw some Valentine's decor. Is that the
0: Vancouver a... Mall?
1: Yeah, it's at the Vancouver Mall. Wait,
0: where? Where in the Vancouver Mall? It's
1: right in front of the little pet store by the movie theater.
0: Oh, the pet store that doesn't allow you to take pictures of the pets. They don't let really you take pictures? They don't. Why? I don't know. I think that scares the pets or something. I don't know. I just was like... That's stupid. There's this crazy-looking dog that I wanted to show my wife. Yeah? I don't remember. It was some kind of weird, crazy mix, and it was super weird, and so I was just going to take a picture weird. of it, and uh, I got yelled at. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it was after I took the picture, so I really didn't care.
1: All right. Well, that's weird. Yeah, so we have a, a kiosk at the mall. I've, advertor- I've advertised at the PDX airport. I bought... Uh, For a full year, we paid for two five foot by five foot backlit dioramas, which is just a big fancy poster. Diorama. In the C concourse, which is a southwest concourse. and That was more costly. That was like three grand a month. I probably think we were breaking even. Although the very last month that we decided to break the contract to not renew it, we got like six big cases out of it. So I think that one just probably just took some more time. But we were just bleeding a lot of every month. It was just a big check to write, uh, and sometimes it was hard to know that someone came from the airport.
0: Three grand a month—that's crazy money, man. That's 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 a lot. It's just a lot. That's, that seems like a yeah, lot. Yeah, but the him.
1: but the advantage of a dentist is that our our um, procedures, our uh, price per item, price per procedure are so high that we can afford to throw three grand a month at something because. You know, an implant and a half pays for that. If I'm doing ortho, so I do ortho as well. An ortho case pays for that. So that's a a big deal. Um, Okay, so let's recap. We have more to go. Have a partner, choose a good location, get quotes from contractors, multiple quotes, accept all the insurances, have competitive fees, market aggressively and creatively, don't hire hygienists. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Boom! Boom! Yeah! <laughs> Review that! <laughs> it's, they're gonna! are so gonna! <laughs> it's all right. They made one of our episodes go kind of viral, so they I, did. I, I would like to bring it out. Get their help a little bit. I don't know. Help out, guys! Come on! Um, oh, have extended hours. This is fantastic. So, and this requires you to have a partner, I think, because you can't really work sixty hours a week by yourself. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, have extended hours. So if you want to work 30 hours, so here's my schedule. I work a six-hour shift in the morning, and 7.30 to 1.30, and then my partner comes in at one, from 1.30 to 7.30 at night. We both work a six-hour shift, five days a week, and then we split Saturdays. So one week I'm working 36 hours, one week I'm working 30. So I average 33 hours a week. That's how we do it every single week. Um, sometimes we work some 12-hour shifts when people need time off. We, we cover for each other. But it's an amazing schedule because I have a partner And again, rent is the same amount of money regardless of how many hours I'm open. So the more I'm open, the more I can produce. But also, that requires butts and seats. Not butts, and, not butts and mouths. <laughs> butts,
0: and season, butts and seats and mouths. You perverts. You perverts. That's <laughs> a dentist, um, i
1: go Okay, getting financed. I, want, I mentioned getting financed was some aid that I got from Comfort Dental. So that might be a situation where you can say, well, I'm not with Comfort Dental, so I'm going to have a hard time getting financed. But there's lots of pla- ways to get financed. I, I have a hard time believing that that's a real impediment of some sort. Go out there and get yourself financed. Um, but, again, the price that I paid, uh, between four and $500,000 per office to set up. Uh, don't refer to specialists.
0: Do it yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think this is a general rule to be successful. Um,
0: overhead, man. It just boils right down to overhead. Yeah. I and mean, that's like lost revenue right there. You're basically referring them to somebody else.
1: I mean, imagine you work so hard, you got this new practice, and someone comes in and needs need an implant, and you don't do implants. So, just do implants. I mean, this is not a podcast about clinical excellence or clinical... Uh, little clinical pearls you're going to get. Well, maybe you get some pearls here and there from, from, from some suggestions. But from
0: butts and seats and mouths. <laughs> just put butts and mouths. That's your suggestion. That's your
1: dental pearl. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm not going to teach you how to do implants correctly. I'm not going to teach you how to do endo or ortho. I've gone and done my own clinical uh, education and continuing education for those things. But it's important to me, and it's always been important to me, to try to be a one-stop shop. And I'm telling you what I am very, very good at is knowing what patients want and knowing what patients don't want. Patients don't want to go to a specialist. And if you're a specialist listening to this, I'm very sorry, but it's true. They wanna go to one place. I should say this, it's not that they mind going to a specialist. They mind going to a dentist who sends them to a specialist. So if there's a way for specialists to go direct to consumer, that would be awesome so that specialists don't have to depend on dentists. If I was a specialist, I would market direct to consumer. That's what I would do.
0: Well, you got to think about it, too. I mean, if you're, like, going in for a dental procedure, the last thing you've gotten, you know it's going to cost money. You got the money together. Yeah. You're kind of freaked out about the procedure anyway. The last thing you want to do is go in there and be told to go somewhere else.
1: Yeah, patients hate that. And it's also like, okay, that implant's walking out the door, but that's thousands of dollars that I'm not getting because I don't do that procedure. I'm uncomfortable with it. Well, get comfortable with it. And here's the thing. Here's a little pearl for you too. A lot of people, I ask new dentists, why why don't dentists, why don't general dentists pull wisdom teeth? The ones that don't, why don't they? And the answer is it's too difficult. And that's not the answer. The answer is it doesn't pay enough money to make it worth their while to learn. If wisdom teeth were a thousand dollars a piece, general dentists would learn how to pull wisdom teeth. I guarantee it. So it's all about just knowing what's, what's it, what's it worth to you. And now, you know, I've been pulling wisdom teeth for a long time. I probably do 95% of the wisdom teeth that come my way. I still refer out a very small portion, but you know, I do the ones I can get out in like 10 minutes. And crank four of those out in 10 minutes, and you're doing pretty well. Uh, molar endo. Do molar endo. You can get going. You can get, learn how to do molar endo real fast. Implants, dental implants. Man, you can throw an implant in in 15 minutes or less. Uh, these are really easy things to get good at, and you build those skills up, and it just increases your value so that when those patients do walk through the door, you take full advantage of them. Um, I do hire FDS which are expanded function dental assistants who place fillings for me. So I prep and then they fill. Uh, I do believe in that a lot. So, um, is that enough? Oh, that's only 11 things. The, the ten, Oh yeah, the one I skipped was um, Rick Kushner, the CEO of Comfort Dental. Um, he has five golden rules. I think he calls them his five golden rules. He has some. He has some little thing that's Go cute. With your golden tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and here are the rules. Every patient gets a face-to-face introduction. First thing the patient does when they sit down in my office is they talk to me. I have a two-minute conversation in a little tiny room that's very pleasant and welcoming. And I say, "Hi, my name is Dr. Smith. I'd like to meet you and uh, figure out what you're doing here." And they're not in a dental chair. They're in a regular chair. We're just sitting across from each other having a chat. I'm taking some notes about why they're there, what what's brought them here, when's the last time they've seen a dentist, did they have any missing teeth, do they bleed when they floss, uh, just kind of those types of questions. And then we do handwritten thank yous. That's one of the five things. And here's the thing, full disclosure, I am not great at all these things. Because um, I don't do handwritten thank yous anymore. And I should. Note to self, do that. Uh, we do something called care calls. So these are important that so when we do any procedure that requires a needle, we call our patients that night or the next day and we ask them how they're doing.
0: Where's my care call? <laughs> I don't count. I, think I guess I texted you. I don't, yeah. I don't think I, I, don't guess I don't count. No,
1: you don't count. <laughs> uh, he does exit interviews. So when people ask for their, their records to be changed, uh, we ask them to come in and get them personally and they're handed to them by the doctor in that same room where we had the initial conversation and we're asked. We asked them point blank, "Why are you leaving? Is there anything I can do to change your mind about that?" So, we have these little. Th- I think there was only four. I can't remember all five. There's probably another good one that uh, I'm missing. It's a good thing Rick Kushner doesn't listen to our podcast. He'd be so <laughs> upset that I missed out on the fifth one. Okay, so those are the those are the things. So hopefully, that's a list of things that people can get started on. Um, every situation is different. So I don't know exactly what situation you're in. I don't know what state you're in. I don't know what city you're in. I don't know what kind of dentistry you want to do. Um, but certainly within the confines of your desires, there's something in this list of 12 things that you can incorporate. Um, there's no right way to do this. I think dentistry, what I've learned is that there's a lot of right ways. So, uh, do what you want to do. And learn from as many people. I guess that's not, that's not on my list, but go talk to a bunch of people who have built practices and see what they say. Hopefully that's been beneficial. Lowell? <laughs> what do you want from me? What, what, uh, what, anything to add to that?
0: Uh, well, I just, I mean, I think it's just a lot of this stuff, too. Being a business owner, you know, I've done it. And it's just about being tenacious and just being yeah. aggressive and being not, you know, like overtly aggressive, but aggressive to succeed. It's, it's about waking up early and getting stuff done and, you know, yep. put, you know, putting butts in seats, mm-hmm. you know, and putting hands and mouths. You know, <laughs> that's yep. it. Butts and seats and hands and mouths. That's, that's that's even better. I like that better. But, and, yeah, you know, you got to be and, you know, you, you got to do it right. I mean, because this is a lot of money you're talking about. And it's yeah. like it seems daunting and it seems like a like a like a mountain that's super tall. The thing is, when you get Definitely. close, you just gotta, it's all about steady. It's not a super steep slope. But it is it is an incline. And you just gotta kind of just trudge through it and just get up to it and just keep yeah.
1: going. Yeah, also here's the thing, too. To the original author of the post that I responded to. Uh, the truth of it is managing a business is just not for everybody. And sometimes, unless you made of some real big errors and you can see, well, hey. Dr. Brady just listed this, list of 12 things. I don't do any of those things. I went the opposite of every single one of those things. Uh, You know, maybe building a business isn't for you. And maybe you should go work for somebody. And that's just an honest opinion. I mean, an honest, I mean, you have to have some self-awareness, right? You have to have a little bit of self-awareness and be like, I suck at this. Uh, And own that. And just know your strengths and your weaknesses. And if managing and, and running everything is your weakness... Then don't freaking do it. Go. There's a. There's plenty of jobs you can get as a dentist. There's plenty of places that'll plug you in.
0: That's another important life skill, though, is knowing when to throw the towel in. You know, right? Like that's just a good life. That's it's self-aware. A, yeah, it's self-awareness. self-awareness. Like sometimes you can be like, okay, I'm gonna get while the getting's good. I gotta. I gotta. It's like, or you know, you can keep pushing on. What did it? Uh, like Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. Okay. Yeah, it just yeah, keep going. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, li- I like that. Yeah.
1: Well, until you realize uh, maybe you should make a U-E. Yeah. but a U-E and head until out. Until you decide it's time to bail. you just got to punch right. out, too, you know? But I'm saying, yeah, eight mo- 20 patients in eight months. I wouldn't have put up with 20 patients in, in two months. I would have been like, something's very, very wrong here.
0: Oh, there's, uh, Benjamin Franklin has a quote for that, too. He said that uh, beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. <laughs> oh. did he say that he I'll did think, actually yeah, I'll have to
1: take your word for it because i don't know that's a Benjamin. i'm not familiar with that i'll stand by that quote okay i uh, reserve the right to be absolutely right oh now. and uh here's a here's a tiny little thing uh let's say you like what you're here uh you know me and my partner are actually looking for uh, another addition to our little family <laughs> uh <laughs> our practice <laughs> is going super good and we are ready to expand uh, we're building some more operatories and, and moving on and get your drill uh, on. Uh, things are going very well for us. And we're looking for a dynamic partner who can uh, come in here and help us uh, get to the next level. So um, if you're interested, hit me up, drillpodcast at gmail.com and ask for Lowell. We'll <laughs> tell you all about it. <laughs> well, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a very long chat after this, break. Right. <laughs> I'm just outsourcing everything that I can't outsource now. Okay, well, hey, I think we've beaten this to death. Um, it's dead. But um, listen, I would love feedback. So if if you are if you want to add something to this, or you want us to talk about something, uh, uh, you know, uh, again, the purpose of this podcast is to give away. But tons of dentistry
0: But tons
1: Metric buttons.
0: Metric buttons. Of
1: dentistry We are not here I just put this out Because a bunch of people Messaged me It just made more sense To just kind of do a, a A blanket type of episode About this uh, How I did it Where I got my information from And honestly You know what I'm reminded of I'm reminded of uh, There's an interview With Paul McCartney Well Paul McCartney says One of his biggest fears Is that everyone's Going to find out He's a fraud and that's just insane because he's such an amazing songwriter and talent, but, uh, to everybody else. Uh, but I, I feel like I can't take credit for all this. Um, you know, Rick Kushner, uh, CEO of Comfort Dental is a big time mentor. And then when I got into Comfort Dental, I had amazing partners who were also mentors to me. And that is the secret to success in dentistry is have a mentor. If you're going to go it alone, I can't help you with that because I don't, I don't know how I wouldn't do this. When I was jumping I into alone.
0: music, I had a mentor. I had a guy that kind of showed me the ropes. Right, you need that. Yeah, he kind of you know kind of taught me the pathways, the do's and don'ts, showed me the pitfalls. Yeah, you know, um, and then uh, you know he also it's like it's like Master Shifu from Kung Fu Panda said, mm. "You suck when you're nervous."
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right, uh, we are gonna sign out. Thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, when we have something, we'll have something. good Another topic, something, of some something sort. fun, right? Maybe a guest, maybe something. Not- oh, we actually have some cool guests lined up. Actually, some, some, uh, some dental guests that are going to be super cool. Maybe you're stuck with me. We, we don't some know yet. we stuff in the we'll pipes. That's for sure. Okay, peace out, everybody. Take bye it easy. Bye. See you next week.